friends, this is Kia, aka Medical Mache. I am super excited for this episode. Oh my goodness, I really hope you guys enjoy it. Um, I just wanted to make sure to mention, please follow me on Instagram at medical underscore mache. That's M-I-C-H-E, as well as follow me on YouTube as Medical Mache. <laughs> and um, also, please leave a review wherever you're listening to this. Please make sure to subscribe. Uh, to my podcast so that you get updates as soon as I have a new episode out and you don't miss a thing. So uh, as well, please share this. There's just so many instructions and I feel so bossy, but honestly, just enjoy the episode. Let's get into it. Well, hi, friend. (laughs) Hey, girlfriend. Um, And hi to you all. I am Medical Mache, and I'm back with another awesome episode. I have my first guest and I'm super excited. Um, And I don't know that this is actually recording. I'm just going to keep it a buck. So if it is not, what I will do is start recording somewhere else because I'm not about to play. So anyway, um, (laughs) welcome to another episode of Medical Mache. This is my guest. My name is Brooklyn. I have known Kia for quite some time, so I'm super excited to be on this episode with her. Thank you, bud. Mm -hmm. And today we will be talking about some good stuff stuff mainly we're going to talk about just the first year of medical school and being a medical student for the first time and I'm so excited to hear about Brooklyn's journey Mm -hmm. and I wanted to start this episode off with a quote as we usually do so this week's quote is going to be from Booker T. Washington and it is success is to be measured not so much by the position that one has reached in life as by the obstacles which he has overcome And that is by Booker T. Washington. So for those who don't know, Booker T. Washington is a very prominent African-American educator, author, and advisor to presidents. So um, basically the idea with this quote is just to emphasize the importance of perseverance and resilience whenever faced with a challenge. Um, And I definitely would consider medical school to be a challenge. Um, You know, some might not. Brooklyn, how do you I feel? would have to agree. It is quite the challenge. Okay. Okay. So with that being said, <laughs> uh, we know for a fact that it did. So um, with that in mind, let's go ahead and hop into this episode. Uh, I don't want to, you know, rush the episode. I know I have only limited time with Brooklyn because she's just that awesome. So. Um, segment one. We're going to talk about, or, you know, I say segments, but really it's all over the place. So, uh, Brooklyn, if you would be so kind, tell us about just your medical journey and all the things. Yeah. So, um, so I went to undergrad in Kansas city, Missouri. I went to park university. Um, so there I kind of like, you know, kind of explored my options. I played basketball there. Wasn't really knowing if like medicine, that was, was something I wanted to do, but I kind of like, you know, played with the idea um and then like there were some things like um that happened in my life that like I was like yeah like medicine is what I wanted to do so I majored in pre-med I think I started that major my sophomore year um and then my junior year I did like some uh, undergraduate research at KU um and then that MCAT came about and yeah there was it was quite the challenge as we already mentioned Mm -hmm. um so I did um take a year off and I started working at Retina Associates which is where I met you hey now um so I worked as a med tech there for a year and then 
Um, I ended up like going all the way to West Virginia um, and then got a master's in health science at West Virginia University. Um, so that in itself was pretty hard because like all of our classes, I shouldn't say all, but most of our classes were with first year dental students just to kind of get us an idea of like the rigor of like professional school. Um, and then like they did have like MCAT prep, which is kind of what I was looking for in the program. Um, and so then uh, I took a gap year and then now I am about to start my second year in Zoom. So lovely. Yeah. So right the process. It is very possible to get into medical school even if your journey isn't linear. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Okay. All right, good. I just had mm-hmm. to make sure the kids knew that. Yeah, yeah. Awesome. I think like even now, like you'll see a lot of more people taking gap years rather than going straight through. So it's yeah. definitely possible. Yeah, I th- I would say it's like the most likely situation. Mm-hmm. I would have to agree. <laughs> um so I mean we can kind of start this off you know I don't want to be like super strict with our ideas because I feel like you know good conversation can be constructed so Mm -hmm. um I guess where do you feel like um your journey through medical school you know okay let's start you know from your first day going into medical school what were some things that you were like nervous about what were you you know unsure about tell me about Mm -hmm. that um, so Mizzou is largely PBL based. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that's where like a big like chunk of like my nerves kind of came in because it's like, I didn't really know anything about PBL. How do I study with PBL? How do I, you know, retain the information with PBL if we're not really doing that much lecture? So, um, I was really worried about that. I was worried about exams and like how that came about, but like literally everybody at Mizzou is so helpful. That's one of the reasons why I love Mizzou so much. Um, Everybody's like so collaborative. Like you can ask upperclassmen, hey, like, do you mind sitting and talk with me um, about like what I'm about to go through? And everybody's like very open to like having that conversation with you. So like going through like PBL, I was very nervous like day one, but like my, my like first block group, like they are like God sent. Like we went through the trenches together. We're still close to this day. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that was also helpful. Um, and yeah. Okay. All right. So you had a good support group going in. And did you know the people like you said from your block? Did you or like I, I imagine like your small group? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a small group. No, I did okay. not know anyone coming into it. So okay, so yeah, you like hopped in the thing. Mm-hmm. Just dove right in. Jesus, that, <laughs> yep, that is that does sound like medical school. Yeah, that's med school for you. <laughs> and so, what were some of the uh, I guess tactics that you used when you know applying to medical school? How did you end up at Mizzou? Okay. Um, so I am a Missouri res- resident. So whoop whoop. Yeah, whoop whoop. So, like, Mizzou was my top choice, uh, believe it or not. I wanted to go to Mizzou for undergrad, but I also wanted to play basketball, but I wasn't good enough to play Division One. You, know? you probably were. I would have <laughs> I would have cheered for you. Oh, thank you, my gal. <laughs> so, I ended up picking, like, someplace I could play basketball at. Um, and mm-hmm. so, once it came around to, like, applying to med school, I knew, like, Mizzou was, like, one of the choices I wanted to go to. Mm-hmm. However, like, my NCAT was a struggle. So, I had to be, like, strategic with where I applied. So, I ended up applying to, like, eight schools. 
um like my MCAT was okay like it wasn't terrible but it wasn't what I wanted or like expected um so I applied to eight schools pretty much like all the schools like around uh, Missouri and then like the HBCUs um but Mizzou was also my number one as I said so I did like things like going to like the double AMC um like activities fair like it was like a little virtual thing so uh-huh. I kind of like went to that and kind of networked with like the admission committee at Mizzou. I went to that, I think, two or three times. So I think um, by the time like my name like came across their desk, they were familiar with it. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that may have helped a little bit. Um, I also like reached out to students at like every school just to kind of get a vibe to see if like how they felt about their school, like, you know, what the curriculum was like, you know, how, what their day, day to day looked like and, you know, how they liked it. And to be honest, like Mizzou students seemed quite happy. Um, okay. Yeah. So it that really kind of hurts because really... I definitely tried to sell you on KU, but you did, you did. And listen, KU was, <laughs> KU was up there too. It didn't work. It didn't work. <laughs> it just yeah that that out of state which is crazy because i'm yeah. closer to ku than i do to mizzou but that's yeah you know i i understand that yeah yeah. yeah um okay okay well that's what's up i mean I, I a lot of great gyms there like just the power of networking and mm-hmm. like persistence is mm-hmm. a game changer oh yeah for sure um and i you know shout out to you because you really i mean were you doing this work while you were i guess uh, in West Virginia or was this before you like left for your post or your master's program so it was kind of like when I was at West Virginia like about to come back to Kansas City and then mm-hmm. while I was in Kansas City after I'd already uh, finished at West Virginia okay uh, so mm-hmm. you were you were doing that footwork and for the f- people who don't know um, Kansas City is about two hours from Columbia where Mizzou is mm-hmm. is that correct yep yeah yeah so um <laughs> That's not easy to get your face there <laughs> at all. Yeah. So shout out to you. Um, and so, you know, what were some things that you feel like you were really strong with going into first year um, that, you know, you prepared, I guess, what were some f- things that you were prepared for before going into first year that you were like, I'm glad I know this, or I glad, I'm glad I, you know, use this resource. Mm-hmm. Um, I think probably, Anki, and I think I actually learned that from you um, uh-huh. way back when. Um, so, like, you, I think you turned me, told me about that for, like, the MCAT. I don't think I really used that much for the MCAT, but, like, when mm-hmm. I went to West Virginia, I used it quite a bit. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I think that, like, I knew that, like, flashcards worked well for me, um, mm-hmm. but I just didn't realize how many flashcards were going to be um, involved <laughs> in med school. Yeah. <laughs> So, like, I used to make my own, but definitely did not continue to do that um, year Mm -hmm. one. So, um, definitely, uh, like, kind of knowing how to study because of the program I did at WBU. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Okay, that's good. Mm -hmm. Um, Okay, the sad part. What are some things you wish you would have known going through first year? Ooh. um, (laughs) Probably... For Mizzou, that, like, I guess my day wasn't going to be um, filled uh, 24-7. Um, what do you and mean then, What'd you say? I guess, what, what do you mean by that? So, um, like, lectures, like, a lot of med schools, like, you know, you have lectures all day, and then 
um, like maybe like lectures from eight to five, whereas like Mizzou isn't really like that. Like we have maybe like PBL half the day, lectures half the day um, mm-hmm. to where like our weeks, like where maybe like our in-class time, like mandatory is maybe 12 hours. Um, a okay. Week. Yeah. Okay. So I thought that was interesting because I expected, you know, a lot less free time where we had yeah. a lot more, I would say. Um, mm-hmm. And then and then kind of like building off that free time, just like the way our blocks are set up. Like we have 10 week blocks where it's like eight weeks of learning and then one like hell week of exams. Um, uh-huh. So, yeah. So just kind of like that kind of like the way that works out, like the first three weeks, like you're not really like going as hard, but like as it, you know, as exam week approaches, it kind of comes harder. So I wish I kind of would have known that a little bit. Um, and like the resource overload that like nobody really talks about. Yeah. Um, like you'll have, like, you'll talk to like five different M2s or uh, upperclassmen and like five of them will say they use five different things, you know? So just kind of like mm-hmm. finding what works for you and just mm-hmm. knowing that it's, it's going to be a process kind of learning what works for you before you actually find what works. Right. Right. Okay. Okay. Um, and so what are some ways you found out what works? Like how, what was your trial and error? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So um, I think that I would like try to, like, I definitely knew I wanted to use Anki. Um, and then I would try practice questions, like kind of throughout the block. And if I wasn't getting like, you know, at least 50% on that practice question. Yeah. I was like, mm, yeah, this isn't working. So let me see if I can try something else. So like, maybe I would try um watching boards and beyond and then anki anki um that ended up being like you know my chef's kiss boards and beyond and anki um what'd you say oh i'm just heavily agreeing because i (laughs) love boards and beyond yeah (laughs) that ended up being chef's kiss um i think i also tried like osmosis for a little bit but osmosis is great for like certain things but like getting all the details it wasn't what i was looking for um Mm -hmm. I also would try Ninja Nerd. Ninja Nerd is great. Um, mm-hmm. But it was just like kind of finding what works best for that block, I guess. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. And what's the kind of format of your guys' curriculum? Like when you say blocks? Mm-hmm. So uh, when I refer to a block, I'm talking about like 10 weeks in time. Um, okay. So throughout M1, we had four blocks. Um, so it'll be 10 weeks total. Mm-hmm. Eight weeks of, like, content, eight PBL cases, like, anatomy lab, all that stuff. And then the ninth week um, is our exam week. And then the tenth mm-hmm. week is our, like, rest week to, like, get oh, ready for the next block. Um, okay. So we do that, like, four times over the course of the one. Nice, nice. And mm-hmm. um, did you guys get a winter break? Yes, we did. So I think it was, like, mm, three weeks or two and a half weeks, something like that. Okay, cool. And you get a summer. Yes, we did get a summer. Okay. Yeah. Is it like, how long is that? (laughs) (laughs) So it was like um, from May to like July 31st. So like. Okay, so a healthy summer. Yeah, like two and a half months. Um, I didn't do like research or anything during it, but I did one of our summer programs called Mini Med. And I tell you, that was a lot of fun. I had so much fun doing Mini Med. I would do it again. Share about that. Yeah, so basically you have, we have 56 high schoolers that are like about to enter their senior year. 
come to like Mizzou campus and they're going to stay for a week. They're going to stay in the dorms. They're going to go through like a week in the life of a medical student. They're going to go through PBL. They're going to go to anatomy lab. And like, we're basically like their facilitators, their counselors. Um, So it was, it, I really loved it. Um, I just hate that how short it was because it was two weeks, but Mm -hmm. each week, um, it was a different group of students. So mm-hmm. as soon as you got used to your students, you know, it was time for them to go. But um, yeah, they they were so smart. I love doing that. I'll do it again if I could. Oh, that sounds awesome. Yeah. I love that. Mm-hmm. Um, you did mention something that I kind of wanted to circle back to. Can you tell me about uh, the exam schedule? Yeah. Okay. So we have one week of exams. So basically... Our first day, Monday, we'll have something called, we call the CRE, which is our critical reasoning exam. Um, And basically, we're presented with like three patient cases, like HPI, physical exam, and labs. And basically, we're expected to like go through everything that we're given and propose um, two two or three hypotheses um, or differential diagnosis as to what we think is going on with that patient. So basically, just Mm -hmm. like... Um, going through PBL just by ourselves and kind of like trying to come up with a differential. So that Mm -hmm. will be our Monday exam. On Wednesday, we have our IPC exam, which is our introduction to patient care. Now that kind of changes like every block, um, depending on what we're learning. So like, it was like our interviewing skills or like, um, our death in a dying patient and like having different difficult conversations or like even biostats, which was crazy hard (laughs) (laughs) yeah I'm sorry yeah but so just stuff like that and then um kind of either that Tuesday Wednesday or Thursday we'll have like a practical exam where like we're going um into like um the simulation labs and like Mm -hmm. interviewing a patient as if we were their doctor okay Um, so we'll have like one of those during that week um, and then on Friday is our big exam, which is our KBE, which is our knowledge-based exam. Mm-hmm. So basically, that's all our lectures, every case in PBL, our anatomy, histology, basically anything you can think of, it is on mm-hmm. that exam. Okay, okay. So, yeah. And that how, was... how many, oh, go ahead. No, go ahead. Was how many questions would each exam be? And was it all multiple choice or was some like fill in the blank? So the CRE, the one on Monday, the critical reasoning, that's all like short answer. Like we would have to type out basically everything that we're thinking. Oh, wow. Um, okay. okay. Yeah. Um, and then the IPC, the patient care one, mm-hmm. it kind of like flip flop. Like sometimes it was short answer. Sometimes it was multiple choice. Sometimes it was a combination of both. Okay. Um, and then our knowledge based exam is all multiple choice, 200 questions. Oh, child. Yes. And it is literally an eight hour exam from like eight to 345. Oh, my goodness. Oh, yes. yes. I, I guess they're getting you ready for step. That's, That's for what sure. they said. They're trying to emulate step. And I mean, I appreciate it, you know, mm-hmm. but yeah, that, that exam is a beast. That's a monster. Okay. Mm-hmm. And so, um, is it graded? Is your school graded or pass fail? We are pass fail. Our our first year, like M ones, is pass fail, and then second years is honors pass fail. Okay. And if you, you know, God forbid, let's say, what what is the pass for your exams? Like the percentage. Um. So like for the first two. Okay. So for the first one, you have to get like the critical reasoning. You have to get three points. So you can get like one points for each one. Um. Mm-hmm. And then the um 
one on Wednesday, the patient care one, the passing is 70. Mm-hmm. Um, and then our KBE, the passing is 65. Now, that sounds, okay. that sounds, oh. you know, a little low, <laughs> but I kid you not, girl. That 65 is hard to attain. Well, now, I don't think nothing in med school is easy. So. No, yeah. That's 65, I'll tell you what. <laughs> oh, no. Okay. Yeah. Um, but you made it through, Jesus. Praise made God. it through. Thank the Lord. Now, for the ones that are more unfortunate and they don't make it uh, to that 65 on an exam, what what then? Um, so they do do remediation. Um, okay. I fortunately did not have to go through that, so I can't really speak much um, That's okay, girl. about it. Yeah, um, but I did like for one of my SPs, I did get a unsatisfactory, and I just had to redo the SP, and like it was redone the same day. Okay. Um, so. Okay. Yeah. So there's there's a brighter side, even if yes, you know, of you course, of course. Mm-hmm. Okay. Awesome. So med school isn't completely heartless. No. <laughs> um. Okay, so then tell me a bit about, um, I guess, your experience as far as like coping, um, stress and like just taking care of your overall mental health. Uh, That is, that's a great question. I feel like, you know, like going through medical school, I feel like I'm, I'm still learning. Okay. Mm -hmm. Um, I feel that. Yeah. So (laughs) I know, like, block one. I became a hermit because I was like, I'm terrified of this exam that's coming up. I think I'm going to fail. Like, I don't know enough. Like, I was just like, you know, like just talking bad to myself. Um, So I felt like that is one thing um, I kind of like caught myself doing and tried to like stop doing that. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think like through the box, I tried to like, like take a load off. Like if I'm just like stressing out, like not in a good like mental space, Like, maybe I'll call up a friend. Maybe I'll go visit my mom and just, like, not do anything school just to, like, take care of, like, my mental health. Right, right. It's just – but I am open to advice because I am still learning. And then, girl, girl, I'm about to take step one. So I know stress is about to be – It definitely (laughs) – yeah, it gets gets unhealthy before it gets healthy, I'll tell you. Okay, okay. It's just like you kind of got to get to the point where you're like, I don't like how this feels for me. I'm going to do something better, you know? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, But I mean, yeah, you just got to, I feel like when it comes to med school, you, you can't be afraid to take a hard stop or a pause when you need it, Um, which can be really hard because it's so fast paced, you know? Right. And then like, you feel guilty for like taking that stop, you know? Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, and what a, you know, what it looks like if I take this stop and it, ends up costing me like exactly. am I gonna be more unhealthy in that case you know what I mean like right. it's refractory almost where you're like well I'm not taking any breaks I know I agree it's hard yeah. it's definitely a learning process well uh I guess do you have like hobbies are you able to fit in hobbies and how do you balance yeah so I do like I I do like a lot of like things like within the school so um uh, uh-huh. Student ambassador. I'm actually ambassador chair. Oh, okay, come on. Yeah, for Ms. Mission. So I do that. That's Um, awesome. Yeah. So like, and then I'm also like second look day chair um, for Uh like the acceptance students. So when they come in for their second look day, um, I volunteer. um, I volunteer through like uh, this program called Tigers Connect. Mm -hmm. Um, So basically, like, it's some medical students going into like. 
maybe a peds clinic and like we'll sit there and if somebody like indicates they need like resources like oh they need help with like food or they need help with child care or they need help with transportation we kind of like find the resources for them and then just kind of give them a list and kind of like follow up with them so I do that um I'm in the peds interest group so we volunteer um throughout the year um also I'm an SNMA I'm on the hello I was waiting on it yep (laughs) e-board for SNMA (laughs) Love that. I was like, yes. Um, and then like this year, uh, we put on this event called Expanding Healthcare Perspectives. Just like it's a student led thing where like we bring awareness to like issues in medicine. Mm-hmm. Um, and then um, I'm a part of this thing called Giving a Boost, which is uh, basically empowering underrepresented minorities that are applying to medical school. Okay. Or, or just like first gen. So that's that's pretty cool too. Yeah. Um, and then I'll volunteer with like this thing called Paul's, which is like uh Mizzou Meds, not Mizzou, Mizzou's undergraduates for like mm-hmm. that want to go to med-, med school. So that's I do actually quite a bit on campus now. I mean, I- it sounds like you do pretty much everything. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I mean there's definitely is time to like do stuff within the curriculum I say okay so how do you organize your time I mean with all that and studying uh so I am a schedule girly okay Um, so I have my little outlook calendar and I will Mm -hmm. make my schedule um and make sure that like I have like adequate amount of study time Mm -hmm. um but yeah sometimes I do have to say no yeah so how much um do you aim to study per day like how many hours you know, I don't really know if I aim to like study like a certain amount of hours. I aim, okay. I like make to do lists and I aim mm-hmm. to get my to do list done. So, whether that's, um, I think at one point, like I was studying like maybe five hours on average a day. And then, kind of as exam approaches, like, you know, it kind of ramps up to like eight, nine, ten. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I'm more of like a to do list type of girl. So, I need to get mm-hmm. my to do list done and make sure everything, I'm on top of everything. I mean, I feel that. I love mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so I know I'm nearing my my deadline <laughs> on my time. So <laughs> You're okay. My time limit. Um, I just wanted to make sure we had time for you to share any like significant moments or lessons that you feel like people need to know about uh, when they before they get into medical school or as they're going through their first year. Yeah. So I would say um, to get in do stuff that you like, you know, not necessarily what you think looks good on the application. Like don't go do research in something that, you know, you don't really care about because you're just trying to check a box. Like I mm-hmm. played basketball for several years and that's just something that I really enjoyed. And I also like, you know, helped kids, you know, find their love for basketball. I helped coach basketball um, with high school and middle school girls. And I even put that on my app and that came up in like several um, interviews. Okay. Um, And then for like going through M1, basically like be nice to yourself. Um, Don't compare yourself. I mean, compare yourself to an extent like of what you know but don't compare yourself to like the gunner of the class who is Mm -hmm. reciting every single biochemical pathway from memory like Mm. you'll you'll be fine (laughs) out because you know there's one yeah there is always that one yeah (laughs) yeah so just be nice to yourself 
That's good. That's mm-hmm. good. And so going into M2 year, I mean, what are your goals? What are you looking forward to? Uh, oh, good question. I don't know if I even thought about this. Um, that was a zinger. That was awesome. That the was dome. a zinger. <laughs> um, going into M2, I'm aiming to like basically just like be in the moment, be nice to myself, um, try to enjoy the year and realize that I am working hard, you know, mm-hmm. I'm not going to know everything, but I'm working hard enough that I will be fine. Mm-hmm. Um, some goals I have for myself. Uh, I want to honor at least one thing, maybe. Mm-hmm. Okay. So that's a goal for me. I'm gonna try to work towards it. I mean, speak it into existence, girl. You yeah. Can play this. You can play this episode back to yourself every morning. <laughs> yeah. Give me some views and then... <laughs> <laughs> And that's perfect motivation. Yeah. Well, I appreciate you so, 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 so much for using this time on your summer break Saturday uh, (laughs) to talk to whoever in the world is listening to my little podcast. So I appreciate you. Um, And I look forward to seeing you at some point because now I'm not in the place where you would see me for for summer break. I I know, I know. (laughs) But thanks so much for having me on your podcast. Of course, girl. I appreciate you. So I wanted to do a medical moment of the week. And this week I wanted it to be about the theme of um, exploring new territory. (laughs) So um, I guess, you know, I I try to like link it to a patient encounter or something, but it's more general. For some people, you know, going to the doctor's office can feel like foreign territory. They don't really know what these labs are. They don't really know, you know, the tests that we'll be doing. They don't even know how the doctors or the nurses are like compiling this information, why they're asking all these questions and things like that. So it can often feel like just a foreign territory. Some people are used to it and they're like, yeah, you know, you go to the doctor. But for some people, you know, it's a very uncomfortable. I mean, for most people, it's an uncomfortable experience, but... (laughs) Um, you know, just like when it comes to going somewhere where, you know, you don't know what to expect and you're trying something new and it just feels like foreign territory, um, you know, have a safe space within yourself um, and make sure to, you know, speak nicely to yourself, be kind to yourself um, and just always have that positive self-talk, um, you know, telling yourself, you know, I'm in control. I can completely, you know, handle this. Um, and, you know, you just got to be your support in those moments. Um, this kind of comes more personally <laughs> because I am, as we speak, uh, in this new place for my uh, sub-eye. And so I don't want to give out too much information about my sub-eye. Uh, it hasn't started, literally. I just parked my car before this episode. Uh, <laughs> so, um, but I had to drive to a new, to a different state for uh, my sub-eye. And I'm super duper, super excited but I am also very, 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 very terrified. Uh, I, I kind of don't know what to expect and I, I hope they like me. You know, I hope I can make a great impression. I'm really excited. Um, and I'm just, I'm really excited to kind of see a new health system, see how other people do their, you know, medical practices, what their normals are here, like what their vibe is. Um, and I'm just really excited. I'm, I'm being optimistic about it. I don't, you know, I could always get in my head and, you know, be a Debbie Downer about it. But I feel like, you know, why do that when you could just be good to yourself? So uh, I'm super excited. I think they'll like me. And even if, you know, most of them don't like me, somebody's going to like me. <laughs> Jesus, somebody's got it. So there goes my optimism. Um, but yeah, so that's where this medical moment comes from. 
Um, you know, things can feel completely like you're in the dark, but you know, in those moments know that, you know, you have a light within you. And as long as that's on and, and, you know, lit, then you're not just in the dark. You're not completely in the dark. Um, so I hope that made sense. I hope it was helpful. And on that note, uh, if you don't already follow me on Instagram at medical underscore mache. Um, also follow my YouTube channel at Medical Mache, and Mache is spelled M-I-C-H-E. Um, also, I would love if you left a review wherever you listen to this episode. Um, please share it with anybody you think could benefit from it. They don't have to be a medical student or going to medical school. Some nursing students may enjoy this, um, even dental students, you know honestly, English majors, whoever you feel could benefit from this episode. <laughs> um, and I appreciate the feedback. I appreciate your guys' opinions. Uh, feel free to DM me if you have any questions or if there's any episode ideas you have. Um, I love interacting with people. I mean, if you couldn't tell, I love being social. So um, as always, have a great week and I will see you all later.